How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. The truth is, I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. What's up, pimps, pimpettes, and pimp they thems? You're listening to Not Another Movie Podcast, and we're Luke Goosens, Ross Gutsfirth, and Zach Williamson. And this week, we're talking Mando, Chapter 11, all things Star Wars. So, yeah, tune in. Hope you all like it. I was so sad I missed the last pod, man. I can't believe I got that drunk that day. It was a great time. It was a good episode. I enjoyed listening to (laughs) y'all. Zach, I'm not blacked out. (laughs) Zach, the next morning, I was kind of blacked out. (laughs) He keeps saying, I'm fine, I swear. I'm fine. I can do it. I'm fine. I guess that's how we should have known. Shouldn't have got that last picture, man, but we found this place. It's such a good deal. Unlimited pictures of mimosas. I ain't drinking mimosa in a minute, but if it's a a bottomless thing. I mean, they're pretty good. Episode was still good. I thought you guys had a lot of good points in there. There's one part I was cracking up because Luke was forgetting basic points, but then he was telling me he was just like hammered when he was. <laughs> I was fucked up, dude. I mean, you had tonight. <laughs> four. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. We on the same level, my guy. Hell yeah. Damn, you guys are what on your What flavor four? you got tonight? Ruby grapes. Ruby. Oh, man, that's a bottom tier one. I ain't gonna lie. Bottom? Wait, wait. What? 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 What does that even mean? Bottom tier White Claw. Ruby Grapefruit. What? This is top tier shit, bro. Chill the fuck out. Ross, back me. No, I'm I'm behind you on this one. Time out. Hold up. Wait a minute. Back it up. Yo, (laughs) the top are fucking Ruby Grapefruit, Raspberry, Watermelon. Oh, okay. yes. We all agree on the watermelon. Yes. Right, bro. That's what I'm saying. Bottom tier, lemon, lime, and cherry. Black cherry 100% agrees. Number five? <laughs> Jesus. You guys pregame for this shit. Mambo, number five. I was sitting here waiting because I sent the email. I thought you guys want me to send on emails now. So I've just Dude, been sending that went them. everywhere. Ross just destroyed his computer. He just built. Claw literally just went everywhere. Fuck. <laughs> oh god. Bro, I'm rewatching it again right now. I'm just. I'm gonna start right now. I'm gonna get into it. This dude gets fooled so much. How does he always fall for shit? Mando. Yeah. <laughs> Trust these ugly ass corn looking tentacle dudes. Those guys are always scheming. The guy was like laughing when he said, yeah, yeah, we got you. (laughs) I was just about to say that. Literally, as he was telling him, he's just laughing his ass off like, oh, yeah, you got Beskar? Oh, sick. Okay, come with me. Right. (laughs) Dude, come on. Davy Jones looking motherfuckers. At least the Mon Calamari guy, he seemed he wasn't really up to something. He was actually trying to help him and say, hey, go talk to these guys. They know where to go. But damn, dude, this guy falls for so much shit. That has to be the third or fourth time in the show where he trusts some idiot, which doesn't make any sense. He's a bounty hunter. You would know that people have bad intentions. But at the same time, I think his mindset is kind of changing. Like he doesn't want. Well, yeah, but I I don't think he wants to avoid traps. I think he just kind of goes into them head first and tries to spring the trap because he's so confident in his abilities. Or he's got death wish, man. (laughs) (laughs) Or that. He might. I mean, jump, jumping into crate dragons and... Do you see that shit, too, when he ran down that hallway? Tanking bullets? 
I know we're jumping all around here, but yeah, that that was a cool scene. Yeah. Shit, should we just run it back from the beginning? I'm trying to think. Well, how did this episode start? Started out, he's falling through the sky. Who directed this episode? Bryce Dallas Howard. This was a much better directed episode by her than the villager one, bro. She did that villager episode. Bad. Also, the writing, not good. But that's probably what I'm looking back on. It was probably the writing that was not good. Because there was some cool stuff. She did make the ATSD feel like a creature the same way that Empire Strikes Back made the AT-ATs feel like a creature. She did some good stuff in that episode, but this one was a lot better. The best parts of that, the Sanctuary episode, was her directing in the cinematography with the ATSTs, and the writing was trash. I will say and that. The, the villagers, so trash. Those two male ones, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Very annoying. This is a major... Just better writing in general for this episode. It really felt like the plot was progressing and shit was happening and the characters were super interesting compared to that, the episode four. Also, Luke, like we were talking about last week, episode three, are we just going to expect episode three to be fire every <laughs> season from now on? They have to <laughs> pop up. Right? <laughs> Holy shit. If you give us some filler two in a row, you better you better be bringing it, man. Yeah. Keeping us on the hook there for a while. Watch next two episodes are just going to be snooze fest. What, what was episode three last year? Was that the one where he goes in and Deborah Chow's episode where he comes back and saves Baby Yoda? Yup. Damn, dude. I remember thinking after that episode, I was, holy shit, that was some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. We back, baby? Oh, this one, this one, I don't think was as good as that episode, though. This was good. This was better than a lot of this stuff. This is the best episode, I think, of the season. Uh-huh. Easy. I'd say chapter eight was better. Chapter seven, I thought was better. And chapter three, definitely those three last season were all better than this one. But this was good. It felt like it progressed the story a little bit. Finally, it's still one, <laughs> still one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'll give you information if you do this side quest with me. <laughs> they did that yeah, again. Yeah, it was, but yeah. twice. But they wait twice in the episode. Yeah, with the the weak way or the corn, their corns. I'm pretty sure with them and with the Mandalorians are like, hey, help us take this ship, and then we'll tell you where the Jedi is. They need to get away from that a little bit. They've been doing that a lot in the show. I didn't really mind it that much this episode. No, I'm not. I'm not even. This episode was fine as a contained thing, but they rely on that a lot in the show to move stuff forward. Yeah, do this. I agree. A lot of fetch quests type it's shit. It's just so repetitive. This did move the plot along, but it, if you look at it in the same way we've critiqued past episodes, it's still kind of a side quest. Now he found the Mandalorians, but then they're like, oh, well, actually, this is who you need to find. This is how you get to the next place. It did move it along, and they introduced characters from the Star Wars lore that's cool, that's people like. Bo-Katan. As a person who's only watched a few episodes of The Clone Wars, it was it was cool. It was all right for me. It was just like, all right, finally, we found Mandalorians. We're moving stuff along a little bit. You'd rather hear your thoughts as a diehard, Ross, because I'm sure you love that shit, right? I'm sure Luke was just like, who the fuck are these guys? He's Thanos over here. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I thought those two Mandalorian chicks baddies. Was that other dude just slinging dick to the both of them or what? Because they were like total threesome action. I think it was there. the other way around. They were slinging pussy She's slinging cock yeah. on him. Yeah, she's runs shit. Bo-Katan? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. They ain't even debate. She's top dog in that group. Yeah, well, 
You don't know, dude. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I think it's pretty safe to assume. Off the little bit I know about the lore, I would say that she's running She's running that crew. Those are like her little, what are they called? Night Owls, Ross? Yeah. Wait, before I go into it, though. She was still yeah, a baddie, day. though. She was. She was. Yes. And it was actually good acting, which I also thought that all... At least the main girl, I don't remember her name, Katie Sackhoff, is that the actress? She plays her in the show too, which is cool. I like that they tie that back. Wait, they designed Katie? the character. What? Jackoff? Sackoff? Uh, I think it's Sackoff, bro. Now here, oh man. You know what? I never would have thought about that until you fucking, until I hop on a pod with you. <laughs> I know, I didn't even. Katie Jackoff. Now I got to double check. It is Sackoff. Is Sackoff? I didn't even give that a second thought until Luke said something. What were you going to say, Ross? Go, go into your little, give us the lore. I'm ready. No, no, no. I was going to say, first, before I go into it, I will go into it. But Luke, I want to hear your just your thoughts on them like as somebody who didn't know them at all. I thought their characters were kind of badass. And they seemed OP, dude. They just fucked everything up. Honestly, when they were doing the ship raid, I felt bad for the stormtroopers. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> this is a fucking slaughter. The stormtroopers don't want to be here. They're just getting slaughtered. Unreal. Get out of here. It was like kind of sad. Stormtroopers still can't shoot for shit, man. Bro. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... Can't hit the side of a bank. I'm watching it right now, bro. Like, they're just walking down the hallway, and he throws a grenade, and they keep walking. That, maybe they can't see shit in those helmets. That has to be... It's a design flaw. That's what it is. Yeah. Their visors are all scuffed. The First Order then is like, yeah, dude, let's bring these back. Let's bring these same fits back. We need to get that Mandalorian design. They must be able to see because they're lasers with those things. Maybe it's the vertical piece that goes down. I don't know. Maybe that's a little <laughs> bit thinking too much into it. It's not thinking too much. It's just fair critique, man, because they've been con- they've been consistently ass at shooting for 50 years now. Has it been 50? 50 years. Yeah. Oh, 45. 44, yeah, correct me. But, give me the... <laughs> give me the <laughs> I'm rounding up. And also, the designs for the female Mandalorian helmets are so tight. So sick. I love it. And that with how it's like a triangle, it's angular, oh, makes yeah, it look me- like a feline. Like it's nerdy on us. I'm ready. They have a different look. You're right, dude. They have like a V shape. It's badass. It's hot, honestly. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, I'm into it. I'm into it. All right. Keep so, saying, Ross. Dude, don't listen to you gonna listen to this fucking guy. Look at this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to that shit. The female Mandalorian helmets remind me of Spartan helmets a little bit. Okay, but let's get continue, Ross. Sorry. (laughs) So, Bo Katan, for all of you guys who didn't know, if you did know, oh, we get a history lesson. We get a little history lesson on Bo Katan. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Duchess Sabine, who is in the Clone Wars, she was the acting Duchess of Mandalore, which is the planet of the Mandalorians. Obi Wan's girl. Yeah, Obi Wan's girl. That's a fact. Obi-Wan had a girl, dude. Low-key. No, he didn't. He never smashed, but, you know, he was like that little friendly child, like a, what do you call it? Uh, Mormon. Side piece. (laughs) 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 
Damn, we said the exact opposite thing, Luke. <laughs> oh. I was thinking like a school, fifth grade relationship, Katie, Mormon, oh, that's like hilarious. A, Mormon relationship. <laughs> like you know? a crush? Mm-hmm. Like a crush, dude. Childhood crush. We're going to have like our two Mormon listeners are just like, fuck Luke, always making fun of us Mormons. No, they're going <laughs> to say, frick Luke, always <laughs> making fun of us Mormons. I'm re-watching the episode right now. You know what, was, what I think school is when they have... That thing with that ATAT legs, I like seeing stuff like that. The crane? That looks like the one from Solo. Didn't they have those in Solo for a second? Yes. And also, they had those in Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, it didn't play that. Is that canon? I think it is canon, yeah. So Homeboy might pop up in this universe somewhere? Oh, Cal Kestis? Maybe. I didn't even think about that fuck. But he's after this question for both of you so they have the part where they have that crane and they drop the razor crest and the water shoots out do you think they actually made like a real razor crest and dropped that thing how do you think they did that wait this is so nerdy right now i'm just if you want if you guys want to bring it up it's like four minutes it looks so real it's at 4 30 i'm looking at it the inside of the cabin shot or the outside of the cabin shot outside when the crane lifts lifts it up and drops it on the platform and it shoots water out everywhere. It looks so good. I was wondering if that's a real... Like, do you think they built that up and then dropped it? I, I don't Damn, know. dude. That looks so good. That's the kind of shit that I appreciate, man. If that's visual effects, that's fucking good. It looks good. Like the water even looks like it moves probably the right direction. Maybe so it's a miniature. You think it's a miniature? I don't know, dude. I feel like... I feel like they don't need to do miniatures for this kind of budget. It looks like they got a big budget for this sh- for this season. Like they upgraded the budget. They knew that. All right, all we got right now is the Mandalorian. So let's pump some money into this thing. That's Disney's only hope. It's their golden goose. I would not be surprised if they come out if it comes out eventually that they dropped close to two hundred million on the show for eight episodes. That's the thing too, is you could see this episode was 30 minutes and whatever. Yeah, the episodes are getting a little bit shorter every episode, but you could see that the production value in this episode, it was going to cost more money for this one. That's one thing I really liked about this episode was the pacing was so tight. It didn't have any of that filler bullshit. No, 30 minutes. It was, hey, this is what's happening. We're doing this. One of the parts that's underrated too was that frog lady and frog guy found each other and that's the GOAT Star Wars couple. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> God damn, you're invested. I love frog couple. Man. <laughs> Dude, what is your stake in these in this couple? It's pure love. They went they crossed the galaxy for these kids. I like it. Respect. Damn, Zach secretly has romantic feelings. Also, how are they safe on this planet, man? You got like these these squid looking dudes that are backstabbing everyone man i feel like they would just take their kids hostage these guys are fuckers yeah i'm not sure about that either honestly they live here full time they moved there and they were like this is the only planet that is safe for them i'm assuming maybe they don't know about a lot of the places in the galaxy it's a big galaxy so they're probably talking about the outer rim but they said this is the only place that they can grow their family maybe they live primarily underwater because they're amphibious that's why it makes sense. It's a water planet. You got all these water creatures, Mon Calamari, these, what are those, corn? That's what they're called? Yeah. Corn are always villains in the video games, too. Straight they're up. always like the thugs for the, oh, man, Baby Yoda got attacked, man. I forgot about that. <laughs> he deserved that shit after last episode. Oh, when he said, stop playing with your food? Yeah. A little squid guy attacked him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like traumatizing. That's not even a threat to him. <laughs> On my investment, name me a better Star Wars couple. Frog guy and frog lady. Luke and Leia. 
fuck what <laughs> i don't know i just came it was came to the, the tip of my tongue and i just said it <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> think about that like i thought you were gonna say luke and Han or luke and yeah luke Ray and han, han. Luke mm. and han, yeah. ship ship it seriously though name han and chewbacca han and chewbacca oh, that's p- so pure i was a pure friendship <laughs> Yeah. That is a pure friendship. Yes, that is the the best Star Wars friendship, besides maybe Baby Yoda and, and Mando. Now, right? That's close. Yeah, but relationships. Anakin, That's relationship. Yeah, Anakin friendships are relationships. Hell no. no. Hell, I'm no. talking like smashing. Oh, okay. How Sexual. do you know Han and Chewie never smash? That's a good point. God, I hope not. Oh, imagine <laughs> being cooped up in a spaceship, just two boys together, and a long, yeah. a long voyage through space. You can't, Why you can't tell me Han looked over at that fucking thick, girthy, fucking hairy dick and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good point. Chewbacca never wears clothes. His dick is always just His dick's out, out. Like in the wind. It's there. Is it though? What if it's one of those that's pink fucking dick that she's oh, out, dude, you know? like a fucking like a, animal, like a goat right. or dog, yeah, dog, fucking deer, whatever, dude, you name it. Yeah. Red rocket, dude. Russians, <laughs> <laughs> humans, <laughs> anything hairy. <laughs> We think Harry uncircumcised. <laughs> Maybe Chewbacca has like a flap and he folds it in to the flap. <laughs> like a kangaroo? Not, yeah, like he sucks, yeah. sucks that shit in, dude. He like folds a flap over and Velcros it to his gooch. Can can you Google it, please? Now I need to know. We need to like, is this canon? There may be, right. I guarantee there's some sort of extended universe shit that's not canon anymore. Some weirdo has looked and has thought about it and written a story. If I Google this, I'm gonna come up with some very explicit images. No, no, don't go to images, dog. Bro, just- we're not <laughs> trying to find porn, bro. Chill. Yeah. Well, this, does Chewbacca have a dick? Wikipedia. If it was ever canon when George Lucas before Disney, damn that's it. What I want to know. Chewbacca has no penis. <laughs> What? I don't. Okay, wait. Time out. This is just from. Okay, all I did was Google. Just Volk zone. Yeah, that's kind of shoddy. Chewbacca has a kid. Canon. That is canon, actually. Life day. Yeah. Canon. Yeah, holiday special. Okay, this just says revealed Chewie had a wife. This is the least likely. Damn, there's so many articles on this. Holy fuck. Underrated part in this whole episode is when all the Mandalorians take their head off their helmets off and baby yeah. Yoda just looks up at him like, yo dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You can take that shit off. You should crack me up, man. Yeah. That was a pretty good part. Just the tone. <laughs> oh, I, that's the other thing. We even, while we're looking up Chewbacca's dick situation, <laughs> one good thing I like about this episode, it built on the lore, you know? So he's part of this crazy diehard Mandalorian sect in this overall group of people, oh, we're going back hardcore, dude. We are never taking off our shit ever. Like, you're not real if you don't take any of this off. And she was Mandalore at one point, right? Bo-Katan, wasn't she Mandalore? She had the Darksaber. Oh, she was born on Mandalore. She's more Mandalorian than, than Jaren is. Yeah. 
and she's taking her helmet off. So I am very interested to see how that stirs in his mind going forward that, hey, dude, you might have been a part of this really crazy part, even though they saved your life. But you don't have to necessarily have that going forward for the rest of your life if that's not what a lot of the other Mandalorians are Especially doing. Especially because they're all dead now. Yeah. yeah, his crew is dead. Well, well besides not the, the armor. armor. Yeah, I wonder if she's going to pop up next episode. I think some of them, some of the other ones might have survived too. Because I was looking at that today and it said it's unknown if some of the other ones survived. Probably John Favreau's character. Did his guy make it out? Uh, Vizsla. Vizsla. That's another thing. Vizsla, is that a, that's a Death Watch thing, right, Ross? I thought it was a dog. That, it is a dog. <laughs> I, dude, my dog Annie is a Vizsla. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's a badass, cool too. Dogs. Dude, they're such cool dogs. She can jump like a motherfucker. They're fucking she athletic. can jump so yeah. high. <laughs> yeah, so athletic. Anyways, Pre Vizsla is the leader of the Death Watch until spoilers for Clone Wars. Until he's killed by Darth Maul later on. Damn. Big rip. Yeah. And then that's a really big part of Bo Katan's lore, too, is after Darth Maul kills Pre Vizsla. Bokaton splits off with her little group. Oh, what did they call it again? Let me look the Death Watch. Oh, and no, she no, was no, part no. of the Death Watch. And she, okay. Yeah. But her she, group was. I don't remember, dude. The Night Elves. Do you think animation or live action is more impressive? Um, live action. Like in general, or are you talking Star Wars specifically? Um, explain. I guess, fuck. General, in general. Okay. This might be a hot take, but. I would say it's easier to pull off animation because it already feels like a different world because it's drawn and it's different. Whereas live action, it can look really corny, but animation, you can have it kind of be corny and it doesn't matter because it's just different. It's animation. It feels yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can have bad animation too, though. hundred percent, dude. It can look pixelated. It can look unfinished. That's not what I mean. I usually, you don't put out shit if it's not ready to go in animation. I, they'll take years. We always talk about Spider-Verse. That shit was so impressive to me. And they had people working every day. A day of work would do one second of that movie. That's crazy to me. Yeah. So they put in the time. If you're putting the money in, you're going to, yeah, you have to put in the time for animation. People will take shortcuts with live action for sure. I think live action is harder to pull off. Like pulling off Star Wars, Star Wars can be very corny. A lot of things can be very corny with live action. <clears throat> True. I think animation takes up a shit ton of hard work. But in the end of the day, you don't have to worry about physics, real life physics. You don't have to worry about building massive sets and stuff. You can draw them, which takes a lot of hard work. But you don't have to worry about building them in real life, which is way harder. And you don't have to worry about casting or performances. You can just draw all the expressions. So you're saying it's easier. It's easier in some ways and it's harder in other ways. You know what I mean, it takes a long time to draw. You sound those. like you're saying you think it's easier and you agree with us. But you have to have incredibly skilled artists. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. You got to have incredibly skilled people to do any of this shit. That's bottom line. Bottom line, you got to be good at all of this stuff. But I would say you have the crew for it. Animation. You're like you're saying cheaper. You can get away with stuff. As far as characters and performances, you don't have to worry about any of that. You can literally just make the characters look exactly how you want. Exactly. Like you can do Darth Sidious actually looking like a wizard, dude, killing people. And what was like spawn that before that? Yeah, where does that stem from? Mm -hmm. 
I think we were talking about Bo-Katan and the Night Owls. And then we were talking about the Clone Wars. And I that just made me think about that. But, Damn, they got whole boob armor too. Didn't even notice that. Yeah, but Makes it looks sense. good. It's not mm-hmm. over the top. You know? No, it looks good. Their suits look good. I'm with y'all. I don't get Luke. That comment for me saying that was hot. That's whack. <laughs> oh, you saw he's not letting it go. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's whack, dude. What? They're dude. Mm, they're looking attractive in that armor, honestly. They look a hell of a lot more attractive when they take their fucking helmet off. Helmet on. Very attractive women. They're kind of babes. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, both of them. And I was wondering in the very beginning when that person in the back with the robe, like the black robe on, was watching Mandalorian. I was wondering who that was, but that was uh, one of the other Mandalorians. Sasha Banks, WWE yeah. girl. Yeah. You know what's another thing, too, is these guys in the Empire, man, they go hard, bro. That guy, like, popped five gum chew in his mouth. <laughs> Good night. Cyanide. Bro, this is what it's like to chew five gum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's something, but that's the other thing, too, is what I was going to say is that they feel like they are actually trying to rebuild the Empire. You know, that's they're not trying to do this new, like, the First Order was a whole new thing. Right, adapted. It was taking what was left over and they came back as a new thing. This guy's for the Empire. They're trying to actually come back. It's interesting. It actually adds a little bit more to what Moff Gideon's doing. I bet Moff Gideon's base is on Mandalore. I'm going to throw that out there right now. I don't know why you go to Mandalore because that place is a desolated, destroyed place. But is it? Maybe that's where he's at. That's where the Sith like to hang out, though. He's not a Sith, though, man. But Sith like people. Like Musafar, that place is fucked up. Who would ever want to live there? But Darth Vader, <laughs> <laughs> he chills there all the time. Didn't he feed off it of his anger there? That's why he wanted to be there because it kind of made him. But yeah, there was a reasoning. And there's a Sith temple there, and there's like dark side energy shit, whatever. But really, no, I didn't know any of that. Oh, I did know that. That's like for, they did that in uh, that shitty Star Wars movie we just watched. What are you doing? Last Star Wars movie. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I was gonna say Solo or Rogue One was good. No, I'm talking. Yeah. About, no, no, the last, like the last one, they cut a bunch of Rogue stuff. One was go so long ago. ago. <laughs> That's why I was confused. <laughs> no, dude, the last one that we don't fucking talk about anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk. He about it. We don't talk about it exactly. You know, but what was I even saying about the Night Owls? Oh no, dog. <laughs> After Darth Maul killed Pre Vizsla, that's when Bo Katan and the Night Owls split off from Death Watch and they try to do their own thing and take back Mandalore with Sabine. That's when they teamed up. Sabine got captured and she had the Darksaber at one point, but we don't know how she lost it because she got it back in Rebels after Darth Maul had it and everything. I'm not sure exactly what happened to Rebels. Never yeah, seen you that. Watched Re- oh, I was about to say, I was like, you watched Rebels? Hardcore, bro. No. That shit looked kind of mid, so I couldn't get into that at all. Animation just looked weird to me. Yeah. I, I'm still, ha- I'm like, I don't want to sound like a hater, but dude, it just didn't look that good. Not your style, not my style. I watched all the fights on YouTube, all the big scenes, and that's it. Obi-Wan slicing up Darth Maul. Just Maul. Take that back. His name was just Maul at this point. He ain't no yeah. Darth anymore. 
even that fight scene was really good but even just with the animation stuff i don't know the animation's so weird in that i don't i'm not it was a fan. different huh it was different than the clone wars animation yeah even the clone wars animation i'm not a huge fan of but it doesn't bother me as much as rebels the best animation man is that terror i don't even know how to say his name dude does samurai jack terror Tarkovsky. Oh, yes gartovsky Tar- how do you say his or- name Gendy Tarkovsky. We're totally losing. Luke looks like fuck all these. Fuck all these. <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening. You're talking about cartoons. That's cool. <laughs> I'm talking about. Remember? Okay, you remember that cartoon that we sent you when General Grievous just drops down on that no, shaggy I, looking. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. That animation. That show. That is my Clone Wars. Yes. That's why I, I thought General Grievous was going to be some crazy badass in that movie. And then he just whips out eight lightsabers, and then we want just pieces him. Did you watch that when it came out, Zach? Mm-hmm. Thought it was the greatest thing. It, I honestly thought that was better than the prequel movies. <laughs> I remember thinking that at like 10 years old. Damn, this shit is actually like intense. It felt like people were going to die. It felt like war. That's what I want. I mean, this is so not Disney. Disney will never do that shit, but... That was before Disney, so they would actually do kind of crazy shit. They put that on Cartoon Network for a reason, Adult Swim era. Bro, she's got that knife up to that guy's neck, and then he just bites in, kills himself. Hardcore. That's actually hardcore. <laughs> that Yeah, that was hardcore. And them just shooting the people, like double tapping them, making sure they're dead. Bro, then she just tosses his body like, no fucks. <laughs> she's like, fuck. Hardcore. Why do okay? So here's the thing, dude. All of them, none of them have capes except for Mando. Why does he have a cape? Doesn't that shit gonna warm. get? But that's gonna get caught in your jet. He's a I hero. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, good reasoning. I think the same thing though, Zach. Every time I see that cape, I'm like, how does that stay out of the way of the jetpack? Damn, they did a good job with her too, man. She's got like that scar on her head. The eyebrows look really the same. They did a good job. Well, she's the same actor that voices. Bo-Katan. I know, I know. Yeah. I just like even the little details, they did a nice job with it. That was a smart move, though, that they modeled her character after the real life actor. Also, shout out Ludwig again, always score was fire. Oh my God. The scene right before they boarded the Imperial ship was like, I can't replicate that shit, but it was so fire. I know you're talking about, man. He brings out the guitars. Yeah. Such a good change up in Star Wars. It feels Mando. I think it might have been, okay, don't quote me on this, but it might have been the same score from episode three in the first season, which makes sense, dude. Both of those were big Mando episodes, like Mandalorian episodes where Mandalorians are helping him come back. Yeah. A lot of parallels. There's also that parallel, too, where she reaches down to help him up. Back to when he was a kid, the Mando reaches down to help him up. There's a lot of good little parallels in this episode. And that last scene, man, that was the last, very last scene in this episode. That squid doing that alien shit about to come down on Baby Yoda. Like the, it had that picture where it had all the Baby Yoda eyes. That was my favorite shot of the episode. That was your favorite shot? Yeah, when it had all the little Baby Yodas and it was the spider was looking down at it. Not the spider, the squid thing. Okay, I respect that. Here's my favorite shot, though. Ludwig Gorenson's score coming in hot. Then we see the Imperial cruiser taking off. Four Mandalorians rise up into the air with the sunset going down in the background. And then oh, you're talking about when yeah. Mando's on the on the pier, and they're and they're flying up to it. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Good shot, too. That was a good one. I love that shot. It looked like an aircraft carrier when jets are taking off. Shout out Bryce Dallas Howard. Much better yeah. episode. I was watching the roundtable when they do the breakdown of the episodes. On uh, season one? I think it was season two. It was like last episode or something. It's the breakdown of the Mandalorian thing. They do. You're talking about the gallery? Yeah, but it was John. It was John Favreau sitting at the lead of the head of the table, and then all of his directors. Yeah, yeah. They only did that for season one so far. They haven't released season two yet. I hope they do that again. I like seeing the behind the scenes. He kind of acknowledged that Bryce Dallas Howard fucked up in that. He was like, "Yeah, we gave you a really tough episode." We were like, "Yeah, the the new person. We're gonna give her the really tough episode and see how she does." Just throw to the sharks, and she was like, "Yeah, I tried my best." Do that episode. That wasn't even the worst episode, though. The worst episode was Dave Filoni's episode. I will stand by that. The episode with that bounty hunter, when he was just leaning on nostalgia the whole time in Tatooine. Horrible. Bad episode. I need this job. Fuck that guy. Best line in all of Star Wars. Fire him into the two sons. And then you compare it to this season, the John Favreau Tatooine episode. Didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like you were relying on that. You were bringing in Tatooine. And you did a different element to Tatooine. You showed more of it. That's what I want. Keep building on it if you're going to come back to it. We've already got the nostalgia. That's what the tri- That's what the sequel trilogy was. There's enough Star Wars now. We don't need to rely on that. Yes. Luke? Yeah. Your thoughts? I saw something brewing. I saw something brewing. Got some gummy worms over there. What is that? <laughs> My boy cleaning his teeth, baby. This is called personal health. Health is wealth. <laughs> Ahsoka Tano, we didn't talk about her yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ross, I thought you were going to get a big, big boner about her. I did. A little. <laughs> a little. <laughs> I'm kind of worried, man. I get worried about those kind of characters and how they'll look. I think they'll do a pretty good job. They do a really good job with aliens and Star Wars. So, yeah. They'll probably make her look pretty good. And I think the casting was spot on for her, too. Rosario Yeah. 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 Wait, you said Rosa, is it Rosario or Rosario? You and we didn't say. talk about that George Lucas named, he named the, the guy Mandalorian, Axe Wolves. Wolves? Axe Wolf? Or Wolf? Axe Wolf? Wolves. Wolves? He hopped up on set season two and he named him. I was running through the six with my woes. With my woe? That's a George Lucas character. I did see that. George Lucas pops up on the Mandalorian set. Didn't do that at all for the Star Wars movies. With that one thing he did, he already has contributed more to the Mandalorian than Wait, he has. Why, though? Sequels. Can you guys shed light on that? Why? He loves Dave Filoni. Oh, Dave Filoni didn't help on the on the sequels? No. No involvement with the trilogy. He was He was running all their animation. Why does he like Dave Filoni so much? Just his guy. You know? like a, he, he knows the lore really well. He's a true fan. He just was a fan. He did Avatar. He brought him in. He did that movie, the Clone Wars movie, and then he ran with him on the animation, and now he's doing live action with Jon Favreau. But he just gets it. He gets Star Wars, and he gets what George Lucas was trying to do with Star Wars. And hearing some of his takes, you can tell that guy understands Star Wars. His take on the prequels, this is in the gallery, too, that we're talking about. He had this take where he was talking about how when Qui-Gon dies, that is right then that is the point that you know Anakin is going to fall to the dark side because that was who he was, was supposed to be his master who probably would have been able to guide him properly. And Obi-Wan only did it because that's what his master wanted. So 
he got that whole take that like that fight why it's called Duel of the Fates is because it's also has to do with An- with Anakin his fate. Mm. So his take on that was really good, and I was like, that's spot on. That's how I've, I felt about that shit too. But he just likes him. Like that's the guy. He was a guy who was there before he was when George Lucas was there. You know, so he gets his vision. Yeah, because Qui Gon knew how to embrace emotion, whereas Obi Wan was all about the Jedi way, no attachments. And mm. Qui-Gon was more of a gray Jedi. I don't think great. I'm going to get technical here. I don't think great Jedi is a canon thing. I'm saying he's similar to that concept. I'm not saying he was great Jedi. He was more open. Yeah. He recognized that what the Jedi were doing wasn't right. If they didn't change something, it, they were going to fall apart, which they did. He was right. It happened however many years later. I don't know, 15 years later. 20 years later. I don't remember that timeline anymore. Kind of buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was like 12 years later, I think. 12 to 15, probably. But I think him not helping on the... That is why he helped on The Mandalorian, George Lucas. But I think him not helping on the sequels goes beyond that a little bit. He Okay, I take that back. They consulted with him. I know J.J. Abrams consulted with him on the finale. And... Also, they probably all consulted with him, and he approved of The Last Jedi. He said he liked The Last Jedi. Could have been lying. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't, use, lying. they didn't use any of his ideas either that he had laid out for them. I'm not mm, saying they were old, not, not true. all of them. Not true. When we were looking at that shit the other day when we were talking about it, there's not that much stuff that's different, I don't think. Darth Maul bringing him back, that might have been weird. That might have been weird for people who didn't realize that Darth Maul didn't die after he got cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard sell. Oh, dude, this guy's alive? Oh, yeah, bro, you should have watched all the fucking animation shit. Right. What, dude? That's only for all, okay. so much- all the nerd birdles. Yeah. You can bring in, like, a Bo-Katan, and she's, she is not a Darth Maul. She wasn't in the movies already, then thought you, she died on screen. You bring him back as the main villain... They kind of did that, dude. We all thought Palpatine was dead. Yeah, right, bro? Palpatine is And we were dead. all like, what? See? <laughs> Maybe they should have just brought Darth Maul back instead of fucking stupid-ass Palpatine. I don't know if it would have been any better if George Lucas was running on that shit. You don't even need another sequel. Why are you continuing it? The story was perfect. It ended. Wrap it up. Move on. <laughs> Do a different Star Wars story. Okay, the reason that Maul being brought back was way better, though, is because they actually showed how he came back. Even though, yeah, suffered a great fall. My man was cut in half. Yes. Dark side <laughs> rage. Come on. What about Anakin? He got his legs and his both of his arms cut off. And he burned a, a fucking crisp. He didn't get cut near his heart. Darth Maul got cut at the waist. But Anakin's a fucking savage, bro. And Darth Maul isn't. Nope. Palpatine found him immediately. Bagged him up. That much better. Threw him in the suit right away. Yeah, straight up. This is true. This is true. Making points. Also, more powerful force user. Also, that boy was pissed. That's a fact. Darth Maul physically is stronger. Not as strong in the force, but physically stronger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, you got to back this one up. Okay, the reason why I'm saying this, one, he's a Zabrak, not (laughs) a human. (laughs) rolling his eyes. (laughs) I love one. It. All, right, all right start over sorry i cut you off he's a what one he's a zabrak not a human different race 
but stronger physically. So that's canon that they're stronger. They have different physio physiology, stronger. They can Two. get cut in half and they're fine. They can walk it off. Walk it off, walk it off here. Okay. <laughs> this is <laughs> the main crawl. point. Zombie crawl. Instead of using the force to use it on the outside world, he internalized his force powers to make his own agility and strength and durability stronger. So rather than using like the force to use force push, force pull, shit like that, he used it to increase his own speed and strength. So that is why he is physically stronger and faster than Anakin. I love it, dude. This is like <laughs> getting very scientific. You know what I'm going to say? Here's one before you go any farther. Here's what I'm going to say. I will believe Darth Maul surviving and I'll believe Anakin surviving more than I'll believe Palpatine getting tossed down a fucking chute <laughs> and the whole thing blowing up in the chute, like physical explosion showing. And then the entire ship five minutes later blowing up. So, and then he's in the vacuum of space after that floating. He's right. fucked. I believe I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> Maul got thrown out of shoot and Luke. He but no explosion. No explosion, though. But we see him get cut in half. <laughs> yeah. Boy was in pieces. That's true. <laughs> but he put some mechanical shit on his lower half. He built r- robotic legs. He got doubled. He did. He did. He got half. And then dumped down a motherfucking deep ass well. I don't know, dude. Bro, not to mention he got pieced by a Padawan. Do I want to see him then as the main villain? He was tired. He was fighting. He, was tired. He, got- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his fault. he was wore out. How did we get here? Oh, we're talking about the prequels. Or sorry, George Lucas's version. Yeah, yeah. The rest of it wasn't that different though, dude. Luke was gonna rebuild the Jedi. His nephew was gonna fall to the dark side. He was gonna destroy the Jedi. Luke was gonna lose his shit go into exile, and die in that trilogy. That is one of the most controversial things about this last trilogy was that Luke Luke died. I have zero problem with that. To me, that was fine. He sacrificed. He had redemption. That dude had a lot of baggage, man. His dad was, was Hitler. That would wear on you. He yeah. blew up a Death Star that killed probably a million people. Probably would wear on you <laughs> a little bit. I have more of a problem with Leia living than Luke dying by a lot. A guy right behind me literally yelled, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Ahsoka Tano, whatever, could be cool. Could be a little thing where they pop up and she's like, yo, dog, take him to Luke Skywalker. And then we move on again. Because she's, I'm not a real Jedi. That could happen. She could take the baby. What's going to happen though? If she takes the baby, what are we going to, what's our investment in? The baby is the investment right now, man. Yeah, what's going to happen with Mando? Because I feel like he's so invested. In Baby Yoda right now? Is he really just going to paint him over? Where's the story go? I mean, right now they're planting seeds for this Mandalore. I don't know if it's going to be a season or an arc or like a spinoff show. But they're planting the seeds for that Bo-Katan is going to go and try to take back Mandalore, which would be cool. Would be sick. And they've already talked about Ahsoka Tano. So they're planting seeds for even that to be some sort of storyline. But I don't know, dude, what they're going to do right now. And I was looking at the marketing and I rewatched the trailer. All of the scenes in the trailer are in the first four episodes. So we have no idea what's going to happen in the second half of the season. 
I'll take a guess, but I don't have any idea really, you know? <laughs> I think there's going to be probably some filler episodes, some filler bullshit. Next week's filler, dude. He's not Mika Ahsoka Tano. If you're listening to this and you think that you're going to see Ahsoka Tano next episode, go to bed. Boy, you're fooling yourself. No. <laughs> 100% he's got to do something about his ship because that is just trashed right now. He getting a new ship this season. That's why he's going to level up. That's his next build up. Last season was the armor. This season he's about to get a dope ship, dude. He's about to get the Millennium Falcon or some shit. Yes, I like that. That's it. That's a solid take. Or he's just going to make the Razor Crest prime. He needs to get rid of that thing. He can't fight in a dogfight. If he was trying to fight those X-Wings, he's screwed. That's true. They were even calling it a piece of junk. They're like, what? Trash, dude. He needs to get some money, get a new ship. That is my prediction. That's the next side quest. Then two or three episodes, he's probably going to meet Ahsoka. Then there's going to be some conflict. Episode five, he's meeting Ahsoka because that's the Dave Filoni episode. He wrote it. It makes sense. He's gonna is that's gonna be his that's gonna be where he meets her after that? No idea, dude. But there's gonna be some kind of conflict when he meets Ahsoka because he's become way too attached to Baby Yoda. He's not just gonna give him up that easily. And I think that's what the final arc of the show is gonna revolve around. And maybe some breadcrumbs with Mandalore and Moff Gideon. And that will probably be next season, is my prediction. Good take. So you think Moff Gideon will have its inclusion next season? Maybe a little bit, maybe some little tidbits this season, but more next season. I think he's going to be a bigger focus. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, which final thoughts? Let's get it. We, we absolutely covered everything. Oh, we didn't rate that, so we got to do that. Yeah. Rating. Did you, wait, did you guys have any negatives with this episode? Because, I mean, the only thing was, yeah, he's getting tricked a lot, but... I said he's getting tricked. It's a video game. When John Favreau says that he's pumping out these scripts hella quick and they're they're filming back to back every year, think about a lot of other of the best shows that have ever happened, man. Sometimes those shows take years to develop what your script is. And he's pumping these out. They're about to film start filming season three in two weeks. And they filmed this Boba Fett spin-off series in between that. A couple episodes, three or four episodes. So dude, Damn. how hard really not saying how hard, but this, what he's doing is saying, hey, we're trying to do these episodes. We're going to put little breadcrumbs for this main story. You look at last season, how many episodes were actually the main story without even really counting it out. First episode, Three. Baby Yoda introduced. Second episode, he fights the Mudhorn. Third, rescues Baby Yoda. We'll count that. Fourth, can't remember. Oh, Sanctuary. Hell no, fuck that. Episode five, Bounty Hunter, filler. Six, also filler. Then the last two. So you had four episodes season one. Probably going to have four episodes season two. You have 16 episodes, man. Here's my thing. We only have eight episodes of this. I like watching this stuff. There's great production. I want more of the story. And then you add in these characters. These guys were added in. Bo-Katan, whatever. All that shit is added in for a spinoff show. Whatever. That's cool, too. But I'm invested in this story. I'm invested in Mandalorian. I'm invested in Baby Yoda. Let's keep that story going. You know what I mean? So even this episode, you added side characters, but they're heightened side characters because people already cared about these, this shit. That is my critique. I still thought it was a good episode. It was well executed, and there was good action. I love the, the running gag that stormtroopers can't shoot. That's funny to me. Baby Yoda, every scene with him, still the same page. I literally look for him every scene. 
that last battle though, you knew he was safe. So I was invested in the final thing. I thought the acting was pretty good overall in this episode. The production is amazing in this show. Did you think the Imperial officers were good as far as acting? Fine. That one That's dude cool. was like, yeah, bro, we in the, we in the, we in the hangar. We're good. That shit was fun too. As far as like Star Wars stuff, I love this episode. It's my critiques are the same I've had for the entire show run. So another question, last question I had, I've been meaning to ask this though, so I wanted to get it off. Through the first three episodes of this season and last season, which do you think is stronger so far? Because there's first three episodes of first season, no filler. It was all like straight story stuff. And then the filler started. This season, same type of thing, but there was a little bit of filler. What? It was all filler. All of it? Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying it was all filler this season or last season? No, I was saying last season there was... It Last wasn't season filler. had the Mudhorn episode, but it was well done. It had the little crackhead Jawas with, with the egg, and it had... <laughs> yeah. He was trying to rebuild his ship, but they did that again but the, in season. But the, they did that last episode, and he the, rebuilt his ship again. And the Mudhorn was kind of like a... Uh, uh, fuck, dude. Like he, That's how he got his little insignia and shit. You know, it, it's kind of like a... It built upon the Mandalorian, but now it's just side quests. Also, that episode showed Baby Yoda... Would kill sh- protect him. That was well. I liked that moment too. Yes, but think about this: the Mudhorn was also a side quest because the Definitely. Jawas sent him to go get the egg because he had to rebuild his ship. He did that yes. this season, though. He had to rebuild his ship in fucking snow this time, though, like way worse conditions. And he didn't have a little guy, little Nick Kroll, uh, what's his name, Nick Nolte, helping him build the ship back. <laughs> did it fine, Nick Kroll. <laughs> Shot him up in his face. I forgot about that. Yeah. My guy, dude. Big rip still. He, they he should gone. cast Nick Kroll, though. But Luke, what do you think is stronger through the first three episodes? The first this one. season. The first season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Second one, not as much. I'm gonna agree with I'm gonna agree with Luke because the first episode, you know, you established the show pretty strong besides the blue guy that i hate you all know i'm talking about <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hate that Fuck, guy. i forgot about that guy when they put that guy in the trailer he's gonna pop up again i can't believe that they're bringing that guy back i can't believe it so he's gonna probably come back next episode it's your boy bottom tier star wars character so anyway that guy was the worst part of the episode but the rest of the episode it was strong because you're i was i was actually just into that episode. i remember thinking wow dude this is cool star wars smaller scale it's cool then they did that big twist at the end. IG-88, what was his name? IG-88? Yeah. Taika, Taika's character, great. And then he kills he kills that guy to save Baby Yoda. That was a good start to the show. The Baby Yoda reveal was insane. There's been nothing like that in the show. Bo-Katan, fuck that. Compared to Baby Yoda, <laughs> that was nuts, dude. And then the second episode, it's like him. It's a 25, 30-minute episode. He fights a Mudhorn. That's probably the same exact set that he fought the crate Dragon at. That's fine. Fuck it, dude. I'm into it. <laughs> That's probably actually my favorite side quest of the entire show. Rick Fuyama. Shout out, bro. Good director. Great. And he wrote that episode. Then the third episode of that season, Deborah Chow's episode. He saves Baby Yoda. I remember thinking at that point, wow, this show could be next level. I remember thinking that. So... Compared to right and now, then, this is this is. I'm sorry, season one, first three. I'm taking that ten out of ten times. Lock it in. I thought I think the first three for this aren't bad though. No, I'm not season. saying that. No, 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 no. 
I didn't even solid. really give I didn't even give you guys my take on the last episode. I thought it was fine, man. That was probably one of the scary that was the scariest episode of the Mandalorian last one with all the spiders and stuff. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was as a little side quest. Baby Yoda was such a fucker, dude, eating all those eggs. And it was solid. It was fine. I remember feeling at the very end of the episode when it ended, I was like, wow, that's it. I remember thinking that for that episode, though. I felt I was cheated a little bit that I didn't get to see what happened next. Yeah, but at the same time, the only person you're worried about during that episode is the frog. I'm always worried about my guy, Baby Yoda, man. Baby That's Yoda my dude. fine. Are you for real right yeah. now? Bro? Dude, <laughs> he was fine. never going to die. Like, come on. He was eating eggs. Bro. Commit familicide. I don't care, dude. <laughs> Eat their entire family. You're my guy. I'm with you to the he end, bro. Slurping. He was <laughs> You fall to the dark side. I'm with you, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> he was dark side energy. Glumping, but yeah. Let the hatred flow. All I know is that Mando needs to feed him more, man. Just give this guy frogs, dude. Give him what he wants. <laughs> Eat this guy, dude. Oh, fuck. Don't you want him energized anyway in case you need him to use, in case you need him to kill a mudhorn for you or shoot fire out of his hands? Do anything. I would keep that guy. That guy would be chunky with me. I'm dude, just saying. I love it. All good takes. Yeah, that, ba- that baby would look like Lil Terrio when I was done with him. dude little terrio that's a throwback my man dude whatever he's doing i want to do hood rat shit with my friends (laughs) that is a different guy don't even say that bro that is really (laughs) don't even say that (laughs) dog that is that is even years before bro that is way before that's way before vine little terrio is the guy that the kid that like swirls his hand and then goes scoop. <laughs> no, this is what Luke and I were talking about for episode two, though. This show really hasn't shown us that it's willing to kill anyone. Kill anyone. Yeah. yeah. So we're not really worried about Yoda. Very fair take. I still feel like a couple times I actually was worried for baby Yoda. This last episode, when he got eaten for a second, when that shit popped up and bit him, I, I sat up in my chair. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know, but then immediate thought, damn, dude, Mando, you fucking actually believe these idiots? Again, I can't believe you. You're such an idiot. That's what I was thinking. But you see even Baby Yoda, man, that guy's smart, dude. He's like, my case, no one's breaking this case. He like <laughs> popped up, pressed his button, no problem. Let Mando go to work and figure it out. He just trusts that guy, man. When I was rewatching that, I was thinking the same thing. He knew, dude, it's being connected to the force and the in tune that he is. He knows that like, oh, dude time button <laughs> he, needs, he needs to keep getting that guy cases like that yeah a little best car armor baby yoda case <laughs> for real dude he needs that guy best car armor case man and then you just melt that down turn it into his little fit eventually i like that take bro if they don't do that shit then they're fucking up in the show get my man some best car armor case that would be case very cool <laughs> case Final takes, fellas. Let's go. Fuck, dude. What was the... Uh, what did we rate last episode? Oh, shit, dude. I told you. Yeah, let's rate. That's a good idea. Let's rate this one. You know what? I was going to tell you all. I was going to put last episode in the 70s. Damn, Daniel. I respect that. I can't... I'm going hard, man. Rated last episode, like, low 80s. You guys... Yeah. You, here's what I'm going to say. Listening through when I was editing, when you guys rated it in the 80s still, I was shocked. I was genuinely shocked. 
what dude? <laughs> these guys rated this way higher than I thought they were going to rate it. Cause I was the whole my the whole time on my, I'm like, Oh dude, seventies at best. You guys went hard on it. That's why I brought that up too. Luke said 83 and I was like, you dude, fucking you said a lot of, but you said the same shit, dude. You didn't okay. say you you went straight to eighties. I did, but Luke, you remember me saying you said a lot of negative stuff and you went eighty three still. But you said more. You did say that. Stuff. I do remember saying. I remember. But you did. You did say okay, eighty five really high. Eighty five. I've been shocked. I'm like, no, you guys need to re listen to your thoughts and come back and put a score in. It was fine. The last episode was fine. You know what I mean? It was fine. I don't know how else to put it. 70-something. That's fine to me. It was passable. Is the same critiques as always with those kind of episodes. There was no shitty characters, really. Like, I was invested in Little Frog Lady. <laughs> baby Yoda was such a <laughs> dick. Eating all her babies. Damn. And he fucked up. And I feel like maybe he actually has finally learned a lesson. We'll see. We'll see. He didn't do anything this episode like that. He was watching little tadpoles. He, he came to peace with them. Right, dude, this episode too, he didn't want to, he wanted to take a pet with him. He didn't want to even, I don't know if he actually wanted to eat that little guy. I think he just wanted to take him with him. Yeah, and when the Corrins called Baby Yoda his pet, I was like, dude, fuck these people up right mm-hmm. now. Right, they saw Please. him the same way that he saw those little eggs. Yeah. Fucking nothing. All right, go on with your take. I'm sorry. I'm going to give this one a solid 85. B. I was gonna say I'm 86. I've been I thought about that since the beginning of this pod. 86. That's solid. It did move the plot along. It did. Finally, this season it moved the plot along. But you just know next week's gonna be a filler again. They're filler. gonna bring back Carl Weathers. They're gonna bring back Gina Carano. That's you know it's just gonna be some random shit about him trying to build his ship to move on. God, I hope not. But it it's gonna be, dude. Just accept is. it. Don't even yeah. like try to fight it, man. That's what's happening, and we're okay. Like. We're going to watch it. I'll be there Thursday night at midnight. As soon as I get off my flight this weekend, I'm going to watch it. I was going to rate this higher, but you guys brought up some valid points I didn't think of. You're going to rate it higher? Oh. I I was going to originally rate it higher, but I'm still rating it higher than you guys. I'm going to give it an 88. At the end of the day, I didn't have very much wrong. There wasn't a lot of problems with this episode, and they weren't that big. And the cinematography, the score, the acting, the writing was all great. I th- I thought the action was also really good. Yeah, it has some problems. It's it's following that same generic kind of plot side quests, and Mando is just way too trusting of some people. But those aren't huge problems for me. And I'm way more invested in that type of lore. I thought even if you're not following the Clone Wars, I thought. Bo-Katan and all those characters coming in were still really interesting, well-written, well-acted. So I didn't, I liked all of them. And I think it's totally deserving of a, of a good score. That's a good take, man. I agree too with the fact that they were actually just good characters. So that's why I think it was good. Bo-Katan, I'd like to see more of her. I thought she was an interesting character. She's badass. I enjoyed all those scenes at the end there, too. All of it, man. Like, even with her helmet on, she sounded fucking legit, dude. She sounded intimidating. She, like, she had the presence. Right, right. We got so lore on lo- lo- <laughs> My man gone, dude. Yeah, Lucas, Audi. He's gone. Yeah, that's all good. He has to wake up at 5 a.m. or some shit, bro. Crazy. Oh, God. We should let him. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, dude, we're good. Solid episode. 
best of the season, probably so far, definitely. Yeah. Top Let's three episode, in my opinion. This is the first episode where I really was interested enough to where I actually went later and did research on the lore and stuff behind it because I was like, damn, that was actually solid and I'm interested in this shit that happened in it and I want to learn more about it. So Let's wrap this shit up. All right, do we have any reviews? Or We haven't done reviews in a while. Yeah, we have 565 ratings. Mm-hmm. Not bad. 565? Holy shit. Hey, okay, some reviews. MD, Manny, 00, or 007. Shout out, man. Nice. Said he just got an iPhone, so of course he dropped to five stars. Good. Android boy. Hey, bro, I appreciate that. Hey, if you got an Android, grab your homie's phone. Five stars, dude. Let's get it. Shout out Mateo. Mateo2402. This boy's been listening since the Game of Thrones pods, man. Thank you. Oh, he likes the Mandalorian, too. Yeah, and he said doing the same for Mando. Appreciate it. And then the last one just says solid. Jog21. Shout out, bro. So can't wait until you guys are back regularly. Hey, we'll be back for a second. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how long the content lasts. It's fun when you have actually shit to talk about, man. Like when it's fresh, it feels fun. I like talking about new shows, so, or movies. Hey, man, let's, let's speed up this vaccine. Let's get it. Get the world back to normal. Yeah. And we'll get robbed in the reg. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that day. Get that needle shoved in my arm. Get that good shit. You gonna get it? No way. You won't need it. <laughs> you fine, bro. You're 23 years old. Well, eventually. You smoke a lot of weed, but 